Kawabanga. Hello, Tom. Hey, Dana. What's going on? How much? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's another another beautiful day that is uh, uh, too hot. Not record-breaking hot, but uh, it is up there. Too hot? It wasn't bad today. Although no, I spent but... most of it down here in the basement, so I really wouldn't know. <laughs> Slightly cooler. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> uh, well, thanks for joining me on Two Guys Talking Toys. That's a thing that we are. So what are we, what are we up to today? What, what, what have you been up to? What have you, what have you uh, found? this week well uh i've been up to resetting my environment because we had a busted pipe in the basement which uh needless to say was awful but uh now there's a a a very strong aroma of cleaning solvent (laughs) so (laughs) i won't have to sniff glue tonight and (laughs) i got uh scrap iron from classifieds oh he is Better than I thought he was going to be. I was going to ask. Yeah, but... I, I thought about passing only because the original was kind of goofy looking. The figure was mm-hmm. kind of like, but his little uh, tank that he comes with, with the firing. The, you know, the firing play, effects are great. Very cool. And it's got like backfire, you know, explosions and yeah. things to put in the back. Here's the funny thing, though. When you take off his helmet, which the old one, you couldn't do that. He kind of looks like if Woody Harrelson was playing Two Face. Like she always got the burn. But if you get a good look, he looks a lot like Woody Harrelson. Well, he's definitely more suited to play this than he was Carnage. Right. He's got this burnt side, and then he's got scars on that side, and this mohawk thing. But I think this is Woody Harrelson. I, I would cast him. I'd, I'd watch a, a G.I. Joe movie with Woody Harrelson as Scrap Iron. Yeah. That sounds not? like a fun movie. Yeah. What'd you get? I, let's see, what did I get this week? Do I have it nearby? I am woefully underprepared. Uh, here we go. Did you cut your hair again? I did. It was, it was getting out of, it was getting out of control. Uh, it was growing back faster than I expected it to, which I know for some people. That's puberty. You know, that's, <laughs> that's uh, not something to expect to have happen. Uh, <laughs> I was growing the beard a little longer, and then I got tired of it, so I trimmed it back. But yeah, like we're, it's 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 still summertime. It's still got mm-hmm. it's still got to go. Uh, so I've actually got. Uh, you remember those uh, uh, those repainted transformers I was telling you about? Actually, like the uh, like the the bananas in pajamas Grimlock. Yeah. So this version of Jazz is from that that wave. Oh, was it a Walmart that, thing? Yes. Uh, they've been. And I don't know if this is just Hasbro having a laugh at Walmart or Walmart's just like, what you got? What? Yeah, sure, we'll take it. Uh, but yeah, he's part of this wave of, of like unreleased Generation 2 colors. And I love it. It's so strange. It's so That's weird. That's so weird to see Jazz it, in those colors. Yeah, it's like he crawled out of a lava bath. I, I, I'm on board. I love it. There's, uh, let's see, there, he was in this wave. Uh, let's see, there was, uh, there was a repainted... There was a repainted conehead who was in that wave. There's there's also, I think, like... Coneheads? Like, we come from France? You know what? If they made the coneheads from Transformers talk like that, they would have been <laughs> so much more entertaining. You had Ramjet, Thrust, and Dirge walking around talking about how they come from France. It would have made Transformers even more entertaining. Yes. Uh, 
but yeah, but that's this was my main pickup for for this week. Is I I love the jazz is one of my favorite characters. I love right. him in kind of like any color that because you're you're a big in. fan of the original voice actor. Yes, I thought the original voice actor was good. I well, I, well, I liked that that it was uh, uh I like that they they chose oh uh, uh Casey Kasem for the movie, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I yeah like I always I guess I guess identified <laughs> with jazz not so much because of the name but like the, the way the character acted like there was yeah there was a definitive uh idea in mind for jazz uh mm-hmm. him and him and blaster so yes yes yeah, absolutely I, uh you know casey Kasem did a lot of voices he did shaggy he mm-hmm. did uh robin in the super friends like he, he did, did a lot that people may not know about which is kind of that's that's kind of a stretch for him doing shaggy mm-hmm. not as smooth not quite. Yeah. So, hey, Tom, we got together earlier, and uh, I see you got inspired by today's events back there behind I, you because you and I saw the new Ninja Turtles movie this afternoon. Man, Mutant Mayhem. Everyone needs to go and see that movie right now. It's so good. The The animation is great. The story is tight. The The, the, the action is really well done. The the, the, the soundtrack, fantastic. I think like, it's not music blaring just to be blaring in the background. It, it, oh, it's the so way good. that they the way that they introduce it into the seat. It's ah, it's so good. Beginning yeah, to end. and and secondly, anyone who actually has teenage uh, you know associations at all, like the Ninja Turtles, actually act like teenagers and speak like yes. teenagers, which pretty much happens for the for the first time ever that I can think of. Yeah, they, Closest would have been Nickelodeon's. TV. They, they they turned me around on it because looking at the initial character designs. They seem a little younger than than teens, but right. in in the movie when they're actually on screen moving around, talking, whatnot, very much, very much teenage behavior. Right. So I, I wanted to take that inspiration that you clearly had today and uh, and talk about the Ninja Turtles toy history, oh, which oh, you oh, are oh. you are a big fan of. How has it taken us this long I, to talk about Ninja Turtles, especially with you, because you're like a Ninja Turtle guy. Because uh, we, because this will probably be one of uh, two episodes. I, I can't even, I can't even pretend. We're doing back to back double episodes. That's that's what I'm thinking. Because there's, oh my, I I would I would put like no pun intended. I would put Ninja Turtles as one of the evergreen properties of toys. Uh, it's been around since the early since the the mid 80s, 80, 88, and, right? Yeah, and it had. I mean, it, it even before it became. Uh, a toy property there were the comics. comics so if yep. you're already familiar with the comics and then the cartoon hit and then toys hit and from that point onward in some way shape or form ninja turtles has existed they may disappear yeah. for it's maybe been a year culturally two. ubiquitous because when the yes. the tv series, so there was the comics and and correct me if i'm wrong but you are one of the few people i know who were turned on to ninja turtles through the comics correct yes. Yeah, yeah, so it was comics, cartoon, mm-hmm. toys for you. So you've actually followed the progression of the history as it was intended to be followed. And you're one of the few people. Like a lot of people bit onto the cartoon and then went back. Yeah. And they were surprised because there were some comic, um, you know, uh, representations that were a little dark compared yeah, the, to the cartoon. Yeah, the, the, um, original, the original Ninja Turtle series was... You know, not not super blood and gulps, not uh, super blood and guts, but they were violent. Uh, they did yeah. kill people. They did there. There was there was swearing, not 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 Deadpool level swearing, but 
yeah, there were there were serious situations that we did not get in the cartoon. Uh, the first right. the first couple of episodes actually not that bad. I know I know it's it's cool now to kind of dunk on the 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 eighty series, and it very right. much it deserves a fast, lot of that. But that's what it was. But the intro the introductory like two to three episodes that they that they kicked it off with are not that bad. Uh, they're they're actually pretty good, and there's the the, the action in it is actually kind of good. The humor, you know, the humor is what set the tone for what came later but those are probably like some of the best episodes in the entire run uh yeah and yeah I, I remember i remember a buddy of mine had the collected mirage books then you have like volumes one two three and four and yeah. i remember uh he he had brought those in and i was like what are those <laughs> and reading reading through them and being completely taken in by him and then not that long late uh not that long after that yeah the cart the cartoon hit and i was like well this is a little it's a little different from what right. i was expecting but still still good like still entertaining uh and then yeah and then they started hitting store shelves which was strange and weird and kind of cool and, be and because the originals were in black and white i had no frame of reference for what they were supposed to look like and the cartoon colors are different from the toy colors right. Right. Because when uh, Eastman and Laird were getting ready to, or when, when they were shopping it around and, and playmates came to them, they were like, well, we get it. Like they're turtles and you know, we, we kids kids can't tell the difference. We can't, we can't market four green dudes all wearing red bandanas. And the only difference being that one of them has straps for the swords and they just have different yeah, weapons. Yeah, it's the weapon, the we weapon gotta, holsters and the weapon yeah. were, were the difference. So that um, was where we got, that was where we got the different colored coding for them. And then that tied into the cartoon. But even, but even the toys versus the cartoon were different because they had different shades, which yeah, I thought was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I thought that cool too. And, you know, I, I always, you know, much like other times. So we were at that time, um, we were in the realm of like um superpowers secret mm -hmm. wars you know moving yeah we were coming from we were there. coming yeah. away we were coming away from uh yeah. he-man and uh right sectors and like that, and those then, the 80s franchises that had popped up earlier in that decade and and like we discussed last week with he-man the ninja turtles came out with their own size like their own thing yeah. going on they didn't yeah. follow anyone else. But um, again, my older brother, Derek, uh, led the charge. He came home mm -hmm. with uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Mm -hmm. We hadn't seen the cartoon yet. Mm -hmm. We hadn't seen, like, the toys is what brought us in. So we were yeah. bigger on toys at the time than we were comics. And then we sort of were on that cusp of, you know, playing, being out as opposed mm -hmm. to watching cartoons, right? Yeah. So, um. Derek came home with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and we were like, "Is that why, cool? Why or is it stupid? <laughs> I don't. I can't." But like the weapons were awesome, and they were so yep. simple. Like, so the sculpts were so simple, right? Mm -hmm. to, even to the weapons, and and the Ninja Turtles were weren't very articulated, but they had that cool look. They said squat like Ninja Fight and yeah, Shredder. I, you know, he looked like he was casting a spell. Um, I. I remember being being really taken by the toys uh, at first glance because they were, like you said, they were they were they were fairly simple, but at the same time they had there was a certain amount of like 
dy- dynamic posing that they had to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether whether for whether it be for good or bad. Because I remember, I think it was, I remember it was Leonardo or Donatello who had a slight lift to their foot. The, the, so you could, yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could lean them forward a little bit, and and their uh, the art the articulation. The articulation was changing because the mm-hmm. thigh joints were ball and socket, but the the like the the shoulders and the elbows were cut joints, so they would just twist. But they had figured out that Donatello needs to twist his hands in this direction to hold his staff, the whole, which yeah. made sense. And Michelangelo's, who who I I I think his even though Raphael's my favorite Ninja Turtle, uh, right. Michelangelo's I loved his sculpt because he had that that curled up look to hold for the, the nunchucks for the nunchucks because, i was ready to yeah. say the coolest thing he was he was at least in my mind mm-hmm. aside from the from storm shadows you mm-hmm. know once they got the swivel grip the original yeah. gi joes didn't but uh by the time storm shadow came around they had the swivel grip mm-hmm. and and he came with nunchucks and mm-hmm. i remember being really excited that he could hold both of the nunchucks yes. and um because usually it's just one hand and it mm-hmm. was like a solid you know, yeah, it was just a solid plastic piece. And Michelangelo's right. were too, but they had enough bend where like yeah. it looked cool. I remember what one of my one of my earlier custom attempts was to snip that that plastic piece in the middle, and then I tried to drill out a hole and then add a, a little a little string to it so he could actually yeah. snip. And I'm it, so uh, envious about you, like, oh, look at this new toy. I love it. Wait, let me break it. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it better, and then learn a terrible lesson because I was bad at it. So I would. The first thing that wound up happening was after I had done, like I had it planned out in my head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna improve it, and he's gonna be able to like spin around his nunchucks. It's gonna be so cool. So all I have to do, right, is get this little piece of rope, and then I'll stick that in the hole that I drilled, and I'll just add some crazy glue, and that'll that'll hold it in place. Not thinking that, not thinking that crazy glue seeps into the rope, and then crawls up the rope and it just made it into a solid piece again so i just recreated what the original Crazy glue is tough to work with i remember doing laying out a wilderness uh like like a diorama you know when mm-hmm. i was a kid and uh i i got this piece of styrofoam and i mm-hmm. colored it and stuck things in it like the savannah there was high grass and i i drew a pond <laughs> and put reeds around it you know and i had all these animals and I thought I could just crazy glue them to the styrofoam. And it yeah, ate right through like smoke. Just, just dissolved it. And you're like, yeah. what's happening? As a kid, you don't know anything about science. Right. <laughs> I mean, what is, why is crazy glue smoking like crazy all of a sudden? It's tough to work with. Maybe I, I ended up then painting a rock to look like a savannah. And then I had to carry <laughs> this three pound rock into, into school. <laughs> Stupid crazy glue. So, so who, is, who was the first Ninja Turtle that, that you got? I, I don't remember specifically. It was either, I think it was Donatello, and it was Derek mm-hmm. who brought him into the house. It mm-hmm. was either Leonardo or Donatello. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was cool. Like It was cool. <laughs> um, but I still, like, when I was like, is this, this is either cool or dumb? The, the jury's out. But uh, it ended up being cool. And so then, this... you know, watching the cartoons mm-hmm. after, like, seeing toys, I'm like, oh, this is a cartoon. Because everything we grew up with. Now, we were a little older when Ninja Turtles came out in 88, yeah. right? Um, but um everything else that was cool had a tv show right yeah. so you know you you played with the toys and you'd watch the tv show to find out what you wanted the story to be mm-hmm. ninja turtles when i watched that tv show by the time i you know i was like eh, that's a little goofy but <laughs> uh you know at least you know what i didn't like was that shredder was such a doofus yeah i wasn't a big fan of shredder being 
kind of a good. I I love that Uncle Phil's the voice of <laughs> Shredder. That's always yes. going to be awesome. But but yeah, like it 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 went from especially if you uh, uh, I I hate to be that guy if you've read the comics, but <laughs> if you read the comics. Shredder is very well, different. actually. I loved I loved Shredder in the uh, Batman crossover animated series. Well, in the comic books, but the animated series really brought TV hey, show or movie was, really brought it to life. I was really glad they took him back to being, being like a, bad a, 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 a yeah, serious threat, like a legitimate threat. And he was. And, it, and even, <laughs> even though he's he's actually not around for that long in the original comic, I think like he's the first guy that they that they encounter and they take him out fairly quickly but he is dangerous he does come back it does cause a lot of issues and i remember in the cartoon i was like why is he kowtowing the crane? why is he just bickering with crane this is not the kind of conversation that they would not only bickering but he's like the the submissive yeah it's it's got to be a little bit weird but i i remember um i actually didn't have the shredder figure because i had no interest in him uh based on based on the cartoon and I tell you what, one day Derek took off his like shroud. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, just a, a, it was it was a soft fabric, and you got to see how emaciated he was under there. It was it, I, <laughs> my younger brother and I went down because, like I told you, we had the world in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. We went downstairs, and he was laying there on a table and just started laughing. Like <laughs> it was the hardest I think I've ever laughed. The two of us, I fell down. And then Derek, who owned the Shredder figure, knew exactly what we were laughing at. And he came down. He opened the door and yelled out, you're laughing at Shredder, aren't you? Yes, we were horrible. I mean, and it was looking back on it, it's a very silly figure. It's kind of, it, the pose yeah. is weird. The the weapons he came with were a little bit strange. And then he had his right. eyebrows painted on the brow of his helmet. I mean, the helmet, On his yeah. face, they were on his helmet. They would be like here. Yeah, why? why you know that, that stance he takes? He looks yeah. like a young Ozzy Osbourne in concert. Like, <laughs> just needs a bat to shove into his mouth. That's <laughs> <I mean>, <laughs> So, um, I I remember getting I I got into the toy line a little bit later, and this this is where I guess it was the deter- it was determined by the fates that I was going to be a lifelong toy collector because. I would receive, I think it was five dollars a week for lunch, and instead of eating lunch, I would save that. Mm-hmm. I would save that, and then when we went to play, you can't World, even get one meal for five bucks at school now. Holy cow! Like the only one that's going to help you out is Wendy's. That that biggie right. bag is pretty great. But uh, I would I would hold Same on to work. that, and <laughs> I would, yeah, give us some give us some revenue, Wendy's. Uh, but I would hold on to that five bucks, go to playmate or playmates, uh, go to Play World. Uh, KB or wherever it was they were selling them, and once a week, I would just buy another Ninja Turtle. I missed out on Donatello, the the original version of him. Because you said that one time, you got the Swimmy Run, right? Yeah. So I had the original three, and it was awesome. And I, yeah, Donatello just, you know, even even yeah, you know, because they were just cranking them out, uh, and the waves were were advancing. I missed out on him, and it wasn't until yeah, like the, the weird swimming one came out that I had my Donatello, and he just wasn't the same. It wasn't right. Like right. he, like I, I could give him the boat, and he came with a different. He had a little like floaty device, and he had a, a, a harpoon. Why would he need a floaty? And he had the giant goofy grin. So, uh, so that's that's kind of what I would like to get into. Yeah, like he was eating following. plankton. Yeah, like he was just just getting a mouthful of it. So, <laughs> so the 
the uh, I guess the, the next in the line. So we're we're going from the original offerings, and they were I don't want to say super serious. And I I love the card art on the original packaging. Yeah, how the yeah. the card art was just mo- was multiple pictures of that character doing different things, and they'd have like a little witty saying on the uh, on the front, and then on the back, uh, yeah, harkening back to having the cool advertisements for what was coming up. Uh, the whole, uh, oh, what was it? I don't remember what the good guys said, but I remember the bad guys said, hey, kids, want to take over the world? And you right. have the the, the, the the evil guys and the good guys. And that disappeared. And then new figures would show up. And I remember um, they kind of launched, they kind of latched on to gimmicks. Pretty, they like, did. Yeah, like I know, for, like, and, and off and on. Because the series, the toy series ran till what, like, 96 97 like they ran a long time nearly yeah nearly the, 10 the, years right the, yeah the original run had almost a 10-year lifespan uh and how they, many because they had a bazillion fig not a bazillion but like four or five hundred figures right like they pretty, were yeah, cranking them out pretty close and there were so many i got i admire how they came up with all and it, and it started off simple enough uh just just simple uh, uh rotating mechanic things like just little quickie action features like the the uh, like the like the Donatello, they're the swimming one, mm-hmm. and it kind of made sense because they you know they're turtles, so he, he they would be swimming around. Right. I remember the I remember the Michelangelo had the that was the one that I actually wanted because his his uh, his arm was extended and it and the wrist would spin and yep. you could put a nunchuck in there and have it spin around. Yep. I didn't yep. like that he was permanently sticking his tongue out, but it made <laughs> sense because that's he was know, being a Michael Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were. Uh, I like and, the ones with the the storage shelves. The storage shell was where I got what I considered my kind of like official Donatello. But I also liked how extra angry they looked. Like they were, because yep. the originals had a snarl or like kind of a sneer or, or, right, or, they had or that like a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, they were pissed. And they, they all, they, you saw all the teeth and gum lines. <laughs> so these guys were serious. But yeah, you know, they had their shells cracked open and their insides scooped out. So how, you know, how unpleasant right. was that? I've been there. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the story shells are kind are were really cool, and I liked that they were they they were pushing the designs. It was just like a it was a little bit further. They they were making them a little more not extreme, but like they were pushing it, so they were a little angrier. And the mm-hmm. uh, the, the posing looked looked a little bit different. It was a little bit more aggressive, and I liked that. Uh, funny funny enough, I, and I don't know if this was something that the comic uh, creators had in mind. An ongoing thing with Donatello seems to be that he gets his shell destroyed. Uh, spoilers for people who didn't read the uh, uh, the Image comics. That was 20 years ago. More than that. <laughs> 30 years ago. When, I don't think you have to announce when, spoilers. When, when Eric Larson decided, let's, let's really mess up the turtles. And Donatello fell out of a helicopter, landed, and his shell smashed. So they, they carried the tradition on in the IDW series where uh, Bebop and Rocksteady attacked them. And they get their hands on Donatello and they just they crack his shell. And it's really, I don't want to say cool because it's mean, but it's an interesting kind of through line. Uh, I like when they which, do that. Like when Batman hits Spawn with the Batarang and he puts a shoelace in his face and it carries, <laughs> carries through. Stupid Batman. Uh, but, but yeah, the, I liked the, the, they were going in, they had a direction that they were going in and they were going to keep altering the turtles, but also keep cranking out other mutants. The number of characters in the toy line blew oh, my mind. I loved the. I, I, I remember getting. Uh, uh, I remember getting Splinter. Splinter was fun. But then 
the other characters, the the, the villains mostly, so many cool looking mm-hmm. mutants with so many just random gags. I, I, I like that. I think it was kind of lighthearted for almost, yeah. for almost the entire thing. Like every every packaging that had different artwork for whatever character, they would always have a little witty or like kind of funny saying. Uh, and then of course there was Slash. I remember getting the the, the Triceran. My fa- Slash is my all time favorite. He's technically a Ninja Turtle. I don't know if he's a teenager, but he's, I don't know that he's a ninja. Uh, I mean, he uses ninja weapons, sort of. I mean, I can pick I, up a sword. Doesn't make me a ninja. That's true. I don't know if he has any official ninja training. I don't think but he's he a does... ninja. I wouldn't call him a ninja. He's more of a thug. He's, he's, he's an impersonator, a very, uh, a very effective impersonator. Ninja uh, wannabe. And, and this, and this was around the time that, like, I, I, and I still kind of like the evil version, the like, evil opposites of whatever hero character. I always thought that was really cool. So there, mm-hmm. uh, as much as I love the Ninja Turtles. This guy is an evil version of them. He hates pizza, and he looks awesome. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Every time you bring up Slash, you do your commercial voice. One of, commercial... My, one of my greatest, one of the greatest things in the world. Again, and it, and it ties through all of our episodes. Ladies and viewers, listeners, do yourself a favor, or do us, do us a favor, rather <laughs> Go back and listen to earlier episodes where I constantly talk about how awesome it was, uh, whether it be uh, finding new things in stores, the the joys of being a kid and watching a commercial on television, and one of the first times for me where I decided that I absolutely positively had to have something immediately was watching a brand new commercial for the Ninja Turtles and having never seen Slash before, and it was, (laughs) I don't remember how the introduction to to the commercial went. And it was something like, oh, no, there's a new threat. And then it cuts to Slash. And the, <laughs> the announcer yells, it's Slash, the evil mutant turtle from Dimension X. And I didn't care about anything else that was on television or anything like, else like, in the commercial. You like, it was turned so into good. Wolfman Jack. It was so cool. It, it was so cool. And I'm going to link to this to this commercial because I'm sure oh, it's yes. on YouTube. Because it's... Uh, people are going to watch and be like, "This is there is nothing special about this." It was special for me, and I loved right. it. And I love your commercial went, voice. I immediately went to Play World, and he was on. He was on the shelves, and I brought him home that day. And he's awesome. And it's the original. It's the the first run of him that has the purple belt with the, the yellow S. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it later to a black belt with. I, I think was just had ready the, to bring that up. S. I was just ready and, to bring up the purple belt. Yeah, and that was really neat. And. For, and because that was the original release, even though, you know, clearly I have a, a preference in my color choices, uh, I like the purple belt more than the yes. uh, than the black one. Yeah, and it popped. It was cool. And it looked it looked cool. Like, it matched the rest of the line. And and I like that he had a color, because every one of the Ninja Turtles had a color. Yes. Right? So I like that Slash had a color. I love yes. your commercial voice. And my younger brother <laughs> does a great, he does a lot of great impressions, but mm-hmm. he, he early on, he perfected uh, his Ninja <laughs> Turtle impression. And he'd always be like, Hey, boss, when are we going to go crush some turtles? And he was like spot on with it. Every time I'd laugh, he'd be like, Hey, boss. 
<laughs> When's we gonna catch some turtles? When are we gonna quest some turtles? I was always a little bit sad because later on, I don't know if they changed the voice actor or if they told him to go in a different direction. They went from "Yeah, boss, let's go smash them shellheads," and then it became whiny to "Yeah, oh, but do we got a boss?" Right, no, right. They like, were enthusiastic, and maybe that's what inspired. No, no spoilers, but the storyline <laughs> in the new movie. Maybe yeah, it was a little, it was a little bit weird. Um, Maybe. So, who was your first? Who was your first? You, you, just the three, the three original minus Donatello. Was that your first? Yeah, I think I think Leonardo was the first one that I got, and I loved the swords. I I loved that, and it was again going to how well they were sculpted. I always loved just little things that that they kept in mind. Like you could raise Leonardo's head, uh, his his arms above his head, and his mm-hmm. arms could reach back and grab his swords. Yeah, and it, I mean, and they were bendy enough where you could actually like put them in in the back yeah. and then pull them out. And it was really cool. It was just, and it was just a small extra bit of play, uh, like extra play feature that wasn't, you know, it wasn't like an action pack, you know, flip around or, or mm-hmm. super sock them punch action. Yeah, but it was, it was very, a cool play feature. The simplicity was really well thought out. The, and that's why they were able to crank out so many toys so fast. When you think about 10 years, yeah, they cranked it, out four or 500 figures. And it's kind of amazing to think that, and they, and like like that, like it went from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to bam, everywhere, yeah. everybody loved them. Now, who did you uh, did did you get the any of the accessories like the uh, the, the the cheap skates, the the uh, the, the modified uh, uh, skateboards that they were running around on? The uh, I remember the knucklehead, the, the, the knucklehead, cool like spidery yeah. thing that could that could capture them. Um, yeah, there were a lot of cool vehicles. Um, we had the van. We got the mm-hmm. van, uh, which I, I still have. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and but that was about it. We didn't do a lot of the uh, the accessories or the vehicles or the mm-hmm. play sets for the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you know what? Neither did I. Uh, and it wasn't that I didn't like them. I just I didn't really need them. I I was having so much fun with the actual figures themselves, and they they all had so much character. And then it would be made better if they appeared in a cartoon. Uh, for example. Uh, dirtbag and ground chuck. Yes, I love those two, and I love that they're I just love well. the names. Yeah, the name dirtbag and ground chuck. Now, you couldn't have a character in a cartoon named dirtbag. I think you could, I think you could get away with that. I don't know. I, I mean, know. You, you could probably, you could probably. I mean, I call people you're... dirtbag all the time, they get upset. So, I mean, well, they shouldn't. It's just you're just pointing out some truths, <laughs> they can be mad about it, it doesn't make it any less true. I remember uh, when I was a kid, my mom would get on my brother for calling me a dirtbag. And then <laughs> we started to, or calling each other dirtbag, I should say. And then, because we're in the same family, we're in a household, you know, if one of us is dirtbag, the rest of us is. But um, we we thought we were being clever, right? Mm-hmm. And started calling each other soil sack. <laughs> Which is kind of worse because then, then there's a diaper implication and it's, it's all, it's all terrible. <laughs> you know, we don't want any parts of that. Um, no. Did you have a favorite uh, uh, Ninja Turtle gimmick? There were so many in the line. There were the there were the talking turtles. There were the the, yeah. tra- the mutating turtles, where like Splinter they turned into the turtle van. Uh, yeah. I I did like the sh- I was it Shredder. One of them turned into one of the modules, the like the underground yeah. uh, driller machines. I don't remember which mm-hmm. ones did that, but it just looked so uncomfortable. But I thought it was really cool that they did it. Right. I you know what I really wasn't big on a lot of the gimmicks because. Um, 
I liked the simplicity of the first the first figures. Um, you know me, I don't I'm I'm not a big fan of battlematic action and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, after the Masters of the Universe, they were all kind of awful in yeah. my eyes because they interfered with play. Um, mm -hmm. but um, I know you're a gimmick guy, so which one was your favorite? Um, you know what I I'm kind of in the same boat as you for this. Like I I liked the standard released figures. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't think of any offhand. Like I liked, I liked the themed ones. Like there were some that had, you know, they were following whatever theme. Like the the prehistoric ones. Those were really cool. cool. Yeah, the Holy caveman one was one of my favorites. Holy cow! And then there was I, like the dinosaur. But I love that caveman yeah. guy. The look he had, he was a little bigger, you know, and he yeah, had that liked, that brow. I liked how beefy they were. And mm -hmm. good lord, have you seen what what Tyranno Shredder goes for online? It's oh, insane. I can like, I love the character. Like, I love, because, you know, th this line was made for me because it's a bunch of anthropomorphic characters running around, punching and chopping each other. So mm -hmm. a majority of these characters were, like, they were they were home runs for right. me. And be, being a naturalist and being, at an early age, a fan of all animals, mm -hmm. um, you know, PandaCon is one of my favorites when they went through the samurai bit. Fantastic. That character. And then they had like the surfer dude bit, the skater and surfer dudes where mm -hmm. you got Mondo Gecko and then the frogs. Yes. Right? Um, I, I love those watching the Ninja Turtles go from ninjas, right? Just mm -hmm. the ninjas. And that was their gimmick or theme, right? And then they sort of, because they went for so long, they ran for yeah. 10 years almost, mm -hmm. they rode every wave of popularity. Yes. Every, like, you could tell what was going on in pop culture by the Ninja Turtle line. You yeah, know what I mean? It was interesting seeing, yeah, what was going on and how they reinvented themselves to go along with it. Excuse me. Um, yeah, just, when everybody just, was just, wearing Swatch Watch, we got the surfer dudes and the skater dudes. Yeah, and and down like down to like the the sports. I remember. I actually remember. I remember having yep. uh, TD Toss and Leo. Yep. Uh, where you had like the football outfit, and uh, I remember, I remember the the, the, and they, and the other rap, guy, the, the baseball guy, had the pinstripes like the Yankees. Yes, and you had oh Donatello was the I think Donatello was the basketball the mm -hmm. basketball one. Uh, yeah, like the, the the number of gimmicks that they managed to go through blows my mind. There there is a there is a book that came out I think is called uh, Rad Plastic that takes a look at a lot of the uh, uh, like preliminary concept artwork for the Ninja Turtles line. I really want to get a hold what a of it. Great name. Yeah. And I, I want to say they're up to volume two, maybe three now oh. that I, I really want to get a hold of because that like I'm fascinated by by what went into all these designs. There's there's so many little tiny details that go into so many of the designs. Characters like Worm, that the weird like flatworm creature right. thing. Right, right. Uh uh scumbug. I, I remember getting him and being like, he was so, such cool. a cool design. So you have like the one, uh, the one like roach claw and then the mm -hmm. one human hand, but that still had, it was all messed up and had. And he had the, the curls coming boots, out. Like the iron cheek. Yeah. Uh, I want, as we're, you know, we're, we're sort of coming down to time. We haven't even touched anything, Tom. And, and I know you're a big Ninja Turtles fan. So I want to talk to you. I, I, I think we should do another episode because I really want to talk to you about like 96 it was like I think in '96 mm -hmm. the cartoon that we all came to love, mm -hmm. or not, uh, ended, and then that's when the live action started. Yes. Right. So, uh, so, I, so we got to talk about those toys as compared to the 
the I, um the I, cartoon I, toys like we've got a lot to talk about so we're gonna have to do another episode because you're a connoisseur of this and i really want to pick your brain <laughs> yeah this yeah we haven't we haven't even moved beyond the original the original offerings right um so i and, I, and at this at this point, I'm just listing characters that I found fascinating. Uh, I love the whole Krang bit, like this little, like the big guy and him, and like it was just, it was kind of creepy. Even in the original Goofy cartoon, yes. Krang was a little gross. The way he spoke, <laughs> he spit, he was yeah. all like he was gross. There's little he, tentacles because he looked like and, the guy from uh, Basket Case, the horror oh, movie. Oh, holy cow! You're right. He and reminded the, me of Basket Case, and, and that's the, what bothered me most about him. I think the depiction of him was always like, and they, they did a good job because every scene that he was in, especially in those introductory episodes when he was sitting on the little uh, the little tripod thing with the wheels, he just looked yeah. he looked wet and gross. Well, and you're like, I don't want to. Yeah, like, I don't want to touch him. Yeah, they're like, where is this coming from? And then oh, I love how gross. he's, and then the Nickelodeon series, when we get there, I love how the Krang talk in there is yes. very reminiscent of Mojo Jojo from yes, very uh, the Powerpuff so. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it was it was amazing watching uh, Playmates cram all of these characters into the toy line to the point where I no longer I didn't know whether or not we were getting a character based on the comics or if we were getting characters that were created for the cartoon that then got toys or if they were just making toys and the comic yeah, yeah. yeah and the like the comic, got that many. Yeah, and then the comics the comic creators were like, we'll use him and use because they looked different. Uh like Worm looked different in his comic appearance than he did in the toy form. Same thing with Scumbud. Uh the coloration was a little bit different. Uh the there was remember the Chinese dragon, a uh, hothead, yeah. who's one of who was one of my favorite characters. Uh, yeah, he's, he's so awesome. good. Uh, in in oh, I the, love that figure. So good. yeah, he's great, he, and he's and he's massive. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one that I hope Super Seven gets a gets a hold. Oh on my gosh, that would be to, a beautiful thing. Um, so, go ahead. So, so we are definitely going to have to do a part two to this because we're just barely scratching the surface of this shell. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> ladies. Uh, viewers, watchers, listeners, uh, if you have enjoyed this episode, please give us a like and subscribe. Um, if you would like to get a hold of us on Twitter, our handle is Two Guys Talking Toys. That is the number two, no G after the talking. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us through Gmail, let us know what your favorite Ninja Turtle memory, figure, feature, gimmick is uh, at Gmail. And that's Two Guys Talking Toys at Gmail, the number two, no G after the talking. So, I would love to hear hear anybody who wants to respond. I would love to hear what turned you on. Was it the toys, the cartoon, or the comics that got you hooked on Ninja Turtles? Let us know. Take care. Come back. Let us know. We will see you later.